Welcome to Pigs in Jewish Law and Lore with Pardes faculty member Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper, a Pardes North America podcast series. Join Levy on an intellectual journey exploring various topics related to pigs and Judaism. And now, here's the Magid of Melbourne himself, Levy Cooper. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Frankfurt am Main. I mentioned to you in the previous episode that I opened a bank account here in Germany and as a souvenir, the bank teller gave me a small plastic pig, which set me on a journey to try to identify the source that I remembered that sometime in the future we will be permitted to eat pork. And indeed, I found that in the medieval period, a number of scholars cite an earlier tradition that the pig will be returned to Israel, suggesting that, that in the end of days, perhaps, we will be allowed to eat bacon. So, for instance, the Ritva, the Spanish Authority in his commentary to the Talmud, the Ritva was active at the end of the 13th and beginning of the 14th century. He writes, Amru Bahagada, the sages said in the Agada, Lama Nikra Shmo Chazir, why is the pig called in Hebrew a Chazir? For the Almighty will return the pig, to Israel in the future. Chazir, the root of the Hebrew word, is chet, zayin, resh, and that root means return. So we have that in the Ritva, and the Ritva quotes the sages. Alas, at least in the Midrashic material that has reached us, there is no source for that statement. Now, it's entirely possible that the sages did indeed say it, and, we've, and that, that Midrash didn't reach us. It's possible that it was an oral tradition. Whatever the case, we have this statement in the medieval period, but before that, we don't have a source. Nonetheless, later authorities from many different places, even those who knew that there wasn't a written source for this statement that in the future the pig will be returned to Israel, they grappled with this idea. The pig is emblematic of everything that Jews do not eat. It is part of Jewish identity. And therefore, various commentators from different places in the world and different periods pondered, how could it be that the pig will be permitted? So let me share with you a few of those authorities who grappled with this idea. 
Let's begin with Rav Tzvi Elimelech Shapira of Dinov, the Bnei Yisoschar, who was active at the beginning of the 19th century. He was a rabbi in various cities in Galicia, also a short stint in Munkach, which was then in Hungary. And Rav Tzvi Elimelech Midinov comments on the Talmudic passage that discusses what Esther was given when she came to the palace of Ahasuerus. According to one opinion, she was given Jewish food. Not exactly clear what that, uh, what's Jewish food. That's another discussion. According to another opinion, she was giving, given various seeds. And a third opinion says that she was given rinds of bacon. And then the commentators discuss what she did with that bacon. Rashi says she didn't have a choice. That was all she had to eat. And therefore she ate bacon. Queen Esther ate bacon in the palace of but she wasn't punished because that was all she had. Tosfot argue with Rashi. And Tosfot say, Heaven forfend, of course, Queen Esther, the great Queen Esther, didn't eat the, that bacon. Commenting on that Talmudic passage, Rav Tzvi Melech Shapira of Dinov, the Bnei Yisoschar, he says that the sages learnt out that you can eat pig, pork, bacon only while conquering the land of Israel. Rav Tzvi Elimelech Medidov says, it's true, I don't know, we don't know what the source of this because there is no Midrash that has reached us that has these words that the Chazir will be one day in the future permitted. But says Rav Tzvi Elimelech Medidov, it is a tradition that in the future when we return to the land of Israel, as in the past, during that military action, we will be permitted to eat bacon. So Rav Tzvi Medinov seems to interpret this mystery midrash that we have no source for as suggesting that we can eat bacon only as a temporary measure while we're in the middle of some military action, but not that it will be permitted carte blanche sometime in the future. Going a little bit further back and moving from Galicia, Rav Chaim Ibn Atar, who was active in the early 18th century, a hundred years earlier, in his commentary, Ora Chaim Akadosh, Rav Chaim Ibn Atar, originally from Morocco, who moved to the holy city of Jerusalem, he says 
No, in the future. Indeed, we will be permitted to eat pig. How is that possible? What's the problem with the pig? According to the Bible, kosher animals need to have split hooves and chew their cud. The pig has split hooves, but it does not chew its cud. Says the Orachai Makadosh. In the future, the pig will chew its cud. And when it chews its cud, it will then be permitted, because it will no longer be the pig that is mentioned in the Bible. So it's not that the Torah, the law will change, rather nature, the nature of the pig will change, and it will take on the characteristics of a kosher animal. Now, if we go from Morocco, Jerusalem, and move further east to Baghdad, Rav Yosef Chaimi Baghdad, the Ben Ishchain, his commentary on the Talmud, Ben Yehoyada, he continues this line, but he explains it a little bit more. And he says that new pigs will be born that will chew their cud. And at that moment, the old pigs that didn't chew their cud but only had split hooves, they won't be kosher. But the new pigs that will have evolved into chewing their cud and having split hooves, they will be kosher and will be allowed to eat them because they will have both signs of kashrut. This is a fascinating statement. Echoes of evolutionary theory that the pig will evolve to be a kosher animal. So what we can see, my friends, is that various authorities, commentators from different places suggested that the pig one day in the future will indeed be kosher. And what we note, fascinatingly, is it doesn't matter what where they were from and what period, and even though they knew that there was no written source, the tradition was enough for them to try to justify the notion that the pig in the future will be permitted. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beat Midrash! If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Spotify for all the episodes of The Maggid of Melbourne Speaks. Thank you for listening.